Here is an illustrated summary of the news. It will be followed by the latest film of events and happenings at home and abroad. Over the last 50 years, journalists have really tried, at least, to be objective. And that was a way of saying journalism is something special and valuable and something that can be trusted. The stricken town of Agadir, shattered by the most terrible earthquake ever known in Morocco. In the past, I think, there was always a sense that the journalist was supposed to be anonymous. They were in disembodied voice. They are almost trying to be scientific. They were saying, here is what is happening in the world. I'm just reflecting uh, what is real and what is true. And it's what the audience expected. Michael Burke's report from Ethiopia, for example, where journalists uh, would reflect in a kind of personal way. But even then, it was always trying to distance it. Dawn. And as the sun breaks through the piercing chill of night on the plain outside Corum, it lights up a biblical famine, now in the 20th century. This place, say workers here, is the closest thing to hell on earth. I think the idea of objectivity is particularly complicated around imagery, be that television or still photography. So when you show an image of a starving African child, next to a vulture, you are speaking volumes that goes way beyond just the simple fact. I think there are two strange things going on in the world at the moment. On the one hand, people are really uh, worried about the idea of fake news, of propaganda. On the other hand, people really like uh, news that's got more of a personal touch, that's more committed or more emotional, that relates uh, to them as a human being. This is the drug gang's method of blindfolding people to avoid attention. Just eye patches and sunglasses. The old idea that journalists created almost in a laboratory, objective news products which were then passed out to the public, that's changed. It's a much more interactive complex process. In some ways the old classic idea of objectivity where you spoke in a neutral language, you made sure that all your images were carefully formally composed, has been replaced by a much more kind of informal grammar around journalism. In some ways people trust authenticity. They like to see uh, material that comes directly from the public themselves. They perhaps trust a shaky, grainy iPhone video clip more than they would a beautifully filmed professional image. So in a sense that kind of directness, that kind of openness gives a kind of authenticity which is almost more important than that classic scientific idea of objectivity. It allows them to create quite melodramatic situations where they may be actually becoming actors themselves. Young boys hit in the head. That's him there on the ground, captured on my DV camera. If he stays there, he might get killed. I pick him up. I carry him to the barricade. Blood is pouring from his head. He's clearly stunned and can't walk. And you cross that line you perhaps become something different from a traditional objective journalist and that kind of breaks the spell and it can create problems for the audience as well. Are you a journalist or are you a rescuer? Are you part of this story or are you just telling it?
I think Petra Olsen's report is fascinating, partly because um, she puts it in a wider context that journalists are facing. And this Yellow Boats uh, case study is quite an exceptional and fascinating example of when they really crossed the line. So there's a whole range of issues for journalists when they cross that line and become you know, humanitarian actors in itself. The classic idea of objective journalism was uh, noble and perfect, it just wasn't true. It was one way of doing journalism. And conversely, the idea of more subjective, authentic, emotional journalism brings with it a host of problems. We've seen the whole problem around fake news and partisan news and the idea of people uh, falling into filter bubbles or echo chambers. Generally, it makes it much harder for journalists. They can, they can either choose to be passionately biased, partisan and engaged and emotional, or sometimes, and I think this is more interesting, where you're starting to see a kind of hybrid where even journalists who are trying to be balanced and objective and impartial are recognising the human element, the human element of their own perspective and feelings about a story, uh, the human element of the subject of the story, you know, recognising you know, the emotional element, for example, of people involved in desperate situations. Transparency may be the new objectivity, uh, but it makes things even more complex, I think, not less.